And now, live from the new house in Burbank, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes her guest. She's a comedian who's always got a song in her heart, specifically the first 20 seconds of Heart of Rock and Roll by Huey Lewis in the News. It's Renee Colvert. And he's a comedian whose stand-up persona has been described as substitute teacher who's a little too eager to hang out after the bell rings. It's David Huntsberger. Chef Jeff is here to make sticky toffee pudding with extra sticks. I'm her husband, Daniel, saying hop on board the love bus. Say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little Andy's candies. It's me, Allison Rosen. Welcome to another Thursday show. That carbohydrate was sent in by Shanna Freeman. I do not care so much for Andy's candies, but I enjoy saying it. In Andy's candies sent in by Shanna Freeman, there's a lot of fun vowel sounds happening there. What is Andy's candies? They're those little chocolate mint after dinner mint things oh. in the little green foil. Andy's with mm. it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. The ones that you think you're not a fan of and then the box right. is gone. You're like, well, I guess I love these. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love those. They don't do that as much anymore. Restaurants always used to have yeah. those on yeah. the yeah. yeah. Now it's just toothpicks and not much else. Exactly. Got to cut down on the door. Sometimes a hard candy. Uh, she sent that in on Patreon. Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go for that. Um, I would like to say hello to my guests. Hello and welcome back, Renee. Hello. Thank you for having me. I came in to a a rooster magnet from Kauai, <laughs> and it meant so much to me. What a nice Christmas gift. Thank well, you. Well, you are welcome. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back, David. Hello, and thank you for having me back. <laughs> Lovely to be here. Hello, Daniel. Hi. <laughs> How's it going? To prepare something else. Um, it's going well. Yeah, good. Okay. Hi, Jeff. Hi, Allison. Can you just go sit there drooling? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> A little what, bit. What, what, what did I say? Can you just go sit there drooling? <laughs> Oh, 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 that's Ray asking me if I'm just going to sit there drooling. I'm just going to sit there drooling. (laughs) (laughs) I, his joke is that this whole family oozes. We don't, I don't understand. We don't, Uh, oozes? Yeah. Like I know because you guys ooze. (laughs) I I honestly have no, I have no (laughs) idea where he's even pulling that from. I know. (laughs) But don't usually ooze something. You, charisma. You well, lose charisma or confidence. Yeah. Maybe that's what he means. He he told me yesterday, he's like, well, everybody oozes. I'm huh. like, okay. You have to say charisma after because yeah. ooze unfinished. Yeah. I think he means it in the unflattering way. We got to put we gotta put something nice at the end of that. Speaking of, today I was thinking of, of like, is there a grosser phrase then? And there is probably, but... Sores that don't heal. Like occasionally you encounter (laughs) that. This to you. No one said it. It was in a list of. Oh, I know because I had my gestational diabetes test and I don't have it. But I was looking up the symptoms, (laughs) and one of them is sores that don't heal. (laughs) Like that's never good. No, even adding the word charisma to it is not going to help it. No, (laughs) because if you have a sore that doesn't heal, that means that you also have to have a lot of ointment. Yeah, and your favorite word, Daniel, unguent. Unguents and ointments. And salves, liniments, balms. There's so many ways to describe this. Um, I saw Sean Jordan, who will be coming back to the podcast soon, at Doug Loves Movies, 12 Guests of Christmas, which I was a guest on, with John Hamm and Sarah Silverman and Zach Galifianakis. I was very starstruck. Is it Finakis? Finakis? Wow! What is it? Galifianakis is how Finakis. I would say it. You pronounce it the hoity-toity way. But I don't know. If, I'm hoity-toity. Right. <laughs> anyway. You ooze hoity-toity. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My sores do heal. <laughs> That's how hoity and toity I am. Anyway, Sean Jordan said to me, I see David's been on the show a lot. Has his hair come up? That's a sign that he doesn't listen. Because <laughs> I feel like David's hair is the sixth member of this show. You know, like how New York is the fifth lady on Sex and the City. Okay. By the way, as, if you have a Tinder profile, don't put my sores heal. <laughs> they heal right up. Or yeah. maybe. Did you not read or it? Maybe I told too. you maybe, they heal. Maybe that's your biggest concern. Let people know out of the gate. They're going to, we're going to scab. Yeah. It's going to be fine. That's a good point. I'm going to just let the audience in on, on the sub, the background of what's going on, because this is like, you know, in an action movie when the clock's ticking. Yes. 
we are like that, but a little less suspenseful. So here's the deal. Holidays are coming up. Typically, holidays involve a double record or some kind of pre-recording um, because people aren't around when you would normally on the, you know, on the holidays. Um, now, we're going to try to do two episodes tonight. One of them is going to air Christmas week, but it's just going to be an abbreviated little little listen you guys a lot of podcasts they give you a rerun by the way if i end up giving you a rerun i will be eating these words they <laughs> they give you a rerun or they give you nothing at all yeah i'm giving you some fresh content because i am a giver we're gonna sing silent night and that'll be the show that's You're right just gonna sit there <laughs> and then we're gonna ooze people are traveling a lot during the holidays and yeah. they are escaping their families and so podcasts, I would think this would be sweeps week. Get them the most amount of content. Be interesting. To, You'd think, but typically it's not. Hmm. I don't know. I think that's why a lot of people don't don't give the fresh content that I have have come to be known for yeah. is because it's not quite a sweeps week. I don't know. But anyway, Jeff has a hard out tonight, so we're gonna have to keep this You're first just one drooling? Yeah. <laughs> tight. Tight, tight, tight. And I always say we're going to keep it tight and then I add 17 minutes to that or something. So the first one's got to be tight. And, and I just don't know if we can do it. But anyway, okay. that's why I wanted to, I to let you guys. <laughs> I believe we can do it. I, I wanted okay. to let you guys in on, on a little bit of what's going on here. Okay. So we have a surprise. The only person in the room who knows what's coming is Jeff. And I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so truly, it's a surprise for all parties involved. Now... Whoa. Okay. I mean, this gift was already plenty of a surprise. Right. Welcome. I got a surprise. rooster magnet. It might almost be too much of a surprise. Okay. Uh, don't worry. It's nothing scary. Okay. I feel like I've frightened people now. Everybody's terrified. David told a story of a fan in Portland who was a little off the beaten path slash creepy handsy. <laughs> now, to yeah. accurately set this up, mm-hmm. we are going to listen to the story again. <laughs> Let's hear it. We were in uh, Portland one time with, <clears throat> and I was doing a stand-up show, which we had done, I think just one Professor Blastoff show up there, but it had a pretty big following up there. And uh, after one of my stand-up shows, a friend of mine was studying, he was in law school, and this guy had some sort of affiliation with maybe potentially being able to help him afterward. So my friend was like, oh, you know that guy? It's like a blah, blah, blah. I don't remember what the term was. So I go, oh, okay. And the guy was acting very familiar with me because, you know, podcast people start to feel like, oh, I'm sort of your friend. So normally I would have been like, all right, man, it's been nice seeing you. But we're kind of packing up our gear and I was leaving with my friends. And I was like thinking of my friend who had mentioned this. I go, well, we're going over to this bar. And this guy came along and he brought a friend of his. And he was being real bizarre just around me. I think feeling a little too familiar and who knows who's a celebrity to anyone, but when like podcasting is such a weird right. subset yeah. of that, or like you to me are someone that's in my life. So you're, you're someone that I know and you right. don't know me at all. Mm-hmm. And so at one point in the night, this dude uh, had turned to my friends who were sitting eight feet away at a table and just thrown a dart that landed in the middle of their oh wooden God. table. Whoa. And they were all like, Whoa. And it's like, <laughs> slipped, like what the fuck? And the guy was like, oh, these guys, okay, okay, these guys, okay. Oh, no. And I was just like, everyone's <laughs> looking at me like, why did you bring the psychopath? Yeah. yeah. And then later, I'm throwing darts, and a guy, his friend, comes up behind me and starts, like, reaching up under my arm to, like, touch. What? And I, what the, f- what are you doing? And then, like, like to massage your man Just, breasts? like, kind of tickling me a little bit. Weird. That's so weird. That's yeah, so and I like cl- I just turn around. What are you, what are you doing? Yeah. Oh, Hunsberger doesn't like oh. to be tickled. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Yeah. You don't like strange guys to tickle you, David? <laughs> How tight. And I was just like, I made a mistake in inviting you. Can you guys leave? Did I, you say that? I said that. I felt very proud of Wait myself. Wait yeah. like, Who is this guy that's like... Oh, I'm going to come up and just tickle this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't like that. Oh, you don't like It was the strangest thing he could have like, done. Like, even my best friends, if they're playing darts and I go in there, <laughs> tickle, tickle. That would not be cool. Oh, not look at okay. fancy pants. doesn't make his boobs tickled. <laughs> yeah, okay. I received an email. <gasps> wow. Uh-oh. Hello, Allison and the Thursday gang. It begins... Whoa. First of all, 
I am the tickler. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> I apologize to David for my behavior and for my negative impact on you and your friends that night. <laughs> Ever since he became a regular on the Thursday show, I've wondered about his recollections of that night. <laughs> <laughs> Vivid, turns out. Very, very vivid. (laughs) You may imagine my mixture of emotions yesterday afternoon as he began telling the story of two overly familiar fans in Portland, Oregon. Denial is a powerful thing, and I have to admit that for a moment, I hoped that he just had really bad luck with Portlanders, Portlanders, and it was two other assholes. (laughs) Alas, that was not the case, and with a red face and fast-beating heart, I heard myself and my friend described accurately and unflatteringly. (laughs) Not by way of an excuse, but as an explanation, that was when I was still drinking. I no longer do. Two plus years. I am a happier and, dare I say, better person for it. After leaving David and his friends, we, we kept drinking. I don't remember everything about the evening, but what I do remember jives with his story. I consider myself fortunate that I woke up safely at home after that night, among others. While drinking made me emotionally and physically distant from my friends and family, it often blurred the line with strangers, including comedians and podcast personalities. Unfortunately, you are part of a list of people whose laps I have sat in, who have been... (laughs) (laughs) Who have been lifted off the ground, and who I have tickled... (laughs) Or otherwise touched without invitation. (laughs) Sweet pea. For that and for my other behavior, I sincerely apologize. I do not deny it was me, but it is a part of myself I am happy is in the past. I love you all from an appropriate distance and within societally acceptable boundaries of personal space and contact. Thank you for sharing your lives and stories with us through the podcast, Yours, Ian. Wow. Yeah. Ian, that was so eloquent. And congratulations on um, two and a half years. And apology accepted for, uh, I think you began with that, not that it was entirely necessary, but that was a nice, that was a pretty humble gesture to do. Yeah. yeah. David, real, are, you, are you a lot of people's rock bottom? <laughs> <laughs> What's your take on the night now? Does it completely change it for you? Now that you no. know he's such a good dude. <laughs> okay. All right. There's a, I have another story that I don't fully want to get into, but loaning someone money. Oh, but tell it. Let's see if they write it. it. Yeah. It was <laughs> like a text. Hey, the, you know, and I should have just called. I, I think I can tell from someone's tone of voice, like, oh, this is the state they are in. But via text, I just thought like, I don't, I don't know if I was testing some sort of karmic thing or something, but I was just like. I'd rather err on the side of helping this person and getting burned than the other side of it. So I did loan them some money. It has not gone great. Mm. And uh, my thought throughout is like, how much do we believe in free will? Because afterward there's like, hey, I I was in a weird spot in my life. I'm so sorry. And I'd just be like, yeah, it's still still there to me. So that that part of you is still there to some. I'm glad you're away from that and no longer that. But it doesn't it doesn't really taint my experience that night. Like, oh, 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 oh that's why that person was behaving. So, yeah. Oh, let, hey, let's hang out now. <laughs> I still would feel a little, you know, no offense, Ian, but I, I still would kind of feel like it's there, though. No, maybe, you know, maybe you take Our, some allergy medication, something new now, <laughs> and crazy dark tickle guy shows up again. <laughs> But it is true that when somebody does something wrong, like the apology helps, but it's mainly like good deeds on the other side of the scale that can really make you forgive, or at least for me. Um, You're like, okay, I forgive, but I'm not going to trust you (laughs) until until you got more examples of goodness. I just feel like, how rare is it that you tell a story like that and then the person hears it and writes it? (laughs) That is amazing. That is a a diehard David Huntsberger fan. (laughs) Well, I'm just a podcast fan. I yeah. Mean, we, these waters we all swim in, they are, get a little um, murky, I guess. I don't know what I'm trying to say. but Filled with Ian's? May, yeah, because <laughs> it sounded like he was already listening to the show right. and then I just showed yeah. up on it. And he's like, oh, I know that. I tickled that guy. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, was he the same guy through the dart and tickled? No. Or was it, it was two different guys? I think from my recollection, 
I might have, I could have these flipped. One did each. So okay. one threw the dart and one tickled. <laughs> right. And that was. God, it. I hope that was our game plan going in. You're going to tickle, you're going to throw a dart. Which yeah. one are we doing? Yeah, you got to, when you're drunk, you got to stay in your lane. Yes. I'm always dart You know, you have your brand. Yeah. Let me tickle. I want to tickle. I want to tickle. <laughs> Uh, Ian, thank you for writing in. That was very amusing. And also, congrats yeah. on, on yeah. getting your shit together. Mm-hmm. And David's right. That was eloquent. It As was, you were yeah. reading, I was like, this email is well written. I know. He's like a lovely person. Yeah. Uh, you guys, you know what else is lovely? Robinhood. It's an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers, which by the way, I am. Don't tell anyone. To invest for the first time with true confidence. It's simple and intuitive. The app has a clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way. Um, there's a lot of things that make Robinhood really special and one of them is that other brokerages charge up to ten dollars for every trade but Robinhood doesn't charge commission fees you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits um also it's really good for it really is really good for for newcomers because you can learn how to invest as you build your portfolio you can discover new stocks and track favorite companies with a personalized news feed and you get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners a free stock like Apple, Ford, or Sprint to help build your portfolio. Sign up at allison.robinhood.com. That's allison, A-L-I-S-O-N, dot robinhood.com. Okay. I think we should do an iTunes comment of the week because I looked at the comments. We had a run of not having any negative comments. And I was like, well, could this one be construed as negative? We can do it. But then I looked and there was a boon of negativity, (laughs) which is just two, but they were both so good. And it is taking all of my restraint to not just read both negative ones. But I, you know, I got want to want to save something. So we're just going to read one neg (laughs) and one pause. (laughs) Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments and don't forget to click five stars. Let's have Renee read the pause. Okay. Positive. Uh, I've got the pause. Uh, titled Best Podcast Ever. I'm fairly new to the podcast, and I found your podcast by searching for Dave Coulier. Is that is that right? Coulier? Coulier. I'm so close. Uh, from Full House. After hearing that episode, I was hooked. You had talked about the Thursday gang, so I had to look that up. I fell in love with everyone except for Greg. (laughs) He had to grow on me. I can't get enough of him. Uh, And so sad that he had to leave the show. I just got done binge listening to all the episodes. Needless to say, I am no longer an Adam Carolla fan. And now I can't can't believe that I have to wait till Thursday for the next episode. Ha ha! Uh, I gotta tell you, it was cool listening to all of the episodes backwards all the inside jokes uh i have eventually got keep doing what you're doing you're great uh fallon wooten what a cool name what is a that cool name. fallon wooten what a nice yeah! name. thank you so much for the niceness fallon wooten <laughs> if i ever fun. met if i were to ever meet fallon wooten in real life i would call this person by yeah what would you call him fall woot how do you know it's a him I know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I would call him or her Fallon Wooten all the time. All the time. Like, yeah. Just, that's just who that it's is. It's one of those to me. cool names where it's so atypical that if you switched it into like Wallen Footen, <laughs> still works. Basically, We're still the having same a good kind time. Of, like, cool still work. Yeah. Wallen Footen. Oh my God. Maybe there's a bizarre uh, ma- oh, in another man. universe. Expect an email. Wallen Footen <laughs> <laughs> has written in. Yeah. Yeah. Very negatively. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, we have something negative as well. Okay. How many, before we go into that though, um, as an on, ombudsman? How oh yes, please ombuds. How many hours did uh, Fallon binge through? Seems like a lot of years. <sighs> Let me just survey this okay. real fast. All right, let's take a uh, quick peek. Let's see. Um, after hearing the Dave Coulier episode, he was hooked. Or she, I feel like it's a dude. Fallon- okay. Okay. Announce yourself, unless you're <laughs> you don't want to be either. I feel like they are. And how? Fallon. What percentage of your friends call you by your full name? Yes, like ninety nine. <laughs> and has anyone ever called you Wooten Fallon? I mean, <laughs> no, Wallace Wall- Wallen 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 Wallen
I think it's a lot because I've been doing this show <laughs> I was gonna since guess. 2012. Yeah. 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 It was once a week for a while. And then I think it was at the end of 2014 that I started doing it twice a week. So. Right. And certainly listen to the Greg episodes. So. Yeah. I mean, that's a hundred episodes a year. It's quite possible that Fallon Wooten hasn't seen his, her friends in a while to know what, what they call (laughs) Fallon. What are you, a woman? (laughs) All right. All right. Inane and Vapid by Thrill Racer Esquire. The hosts are conformist meat eating breeders, shallow and (laughs) trivial. Subject matter includes belly buttons, the <laughs> positions they like to sleep in, and how they like to shower in the morning. But they mingle with celebrities, so they must be cool. Like seeing Caitlyn Jenner at In-N-Out. Jenner can't afford to eat vegan at a nice restaurant. The title is silly, too. A uh, best friend is someone you bond with by spending time together. <laughs> doesn't apply to a host and her listeners and how is it a comedy without any funny jokes <laughs> their biggest joke is mispronouncing visual as visual <laughs> one star i feel like that kid listened to one episode i feel like he listened to one episode and referenced all the things in that that's episode. true yeah, yeah that was the ben cleave episode it was a thrilling comment the person seems Kind of fun to hang out with. My mouth is full of white devil's advocate. Yeah, to get some burgers with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I is it possible this is the person who I was going to say is it possible is the person who wrote in or tweeted asking about visual saying they don't get it, but I don't think so. I think you're right. They just listened to the Ben Glebe episode where we delved into the visual visual possibly maybe. This is a visual. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Good stuff. Yeah. But also talk about this. Talk about ombudsbudding, budzing. They've ombuds the fact that maybe I'm not really everyone's best friend because of the host listener relationship. Well, you oh, did title it from my recollection again, going back to the ombudsman thing, and you, it's very literal from yeah. what I understand that you are everyone's best. I, friend. I, think- I try to be. I've, as you can see, hanging around my neck, I am wearing. So many best friend necklaces. <laughs> it's hazardous. If it's I trip, a I will. Symphony of half hearts. <laughs> I will impale <laughs> myself. You may have missed the terms and conditions. Yeah, yeah. You may have missed the terms and conditions that you had to sign before you had to click on before listening. But right. By Which listening, is, you acknowledge that, that Allison friend. is your best friend. This talk yeah. is coming off a little meat eating conformist <laughs> breedery. <laughs> Just to be totally honest. I can't argue with that comment. I mean, I eat meat and I'm a breeder. Yeah. Totally. How are we going to break it to this guy that now you're his maid of honor? And you, uh, As your best conform, friend. Man. I don't conform. I don't like go onto iTunes, the biggest corporation <laughs> in the world, and type out so they know what I like and don't like. I'm nonconformist, man. This Mother. is a visual. Don't eat me, man, at all. That's how you don't conform, man. You don't breed either. By choice, no partners ever. <laughs> No dates, fucking conformist. <laughs> I got some bad news for Thrill Racer, though. Like, describes best friend as someone you bond with by spending time together. Sorry, we're best friends. Tough shit. Yeah. You're best friends with him? <laughs> we all are. Yeah. Now. Yeah, you may, this, this is going to be spent a, some time. This may be a difficult relationship for all of us, but. You're in now. <laughs> Signed up for it. Yeah. Yeah. I would like to thank everyone for their comments. It helps the show and it also amuses us. Also, speaking of shows, check out Childish, the uh, irre- irreverent parenting podcast that I'm doing with Greg Fitzsimmons. It's delightful. Even people who don't have kids say they like it. And I feel like they're telling me the truth. You know Not just for breeders, that show? <laughs> yeah, conformist what about breeders. Conformist? Right. What about meat eaters? It's actually just for conformist meat-eating critters. Perfect. Speaking... No. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here's the thing. I fed Elliot some turkey meatloaf for dinner. Okay. And I had a couple bites of it. And um, this is disgusting, but now I've already dug in. It's not as disgusting as sores that don't heal, though. (laughs) 
but I feel like I just like burped up a little turkey meatloaf. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Man, that was <laughs> it's lightning quick. Yeah. That was not me, you guys. Those, those are not you. me. Those are not me. How are you feeling now? You okay? We got I more coming? Fine. I feel fine. I f- no, I, I like to think I'm done for, for now. Okay. I feel like I shouldn't have shared that, but then I didn't know how to Why back did, out. We, we, everyone does it. Oh, I sorry. I just burped a little bit. <laughs> yeah. and it was, it was like having a thought. It was the yeah. closest. It's like physical thought. Where like, yeah. No one knows that was there. You're like, I got to tell you. Yeah. But <laughs> the, the shame around it lingers for so long. I think last week uh, you were like, Daniel, you burped a beer. Yeah. This oh, yeah. entire week, I've been thinking, oh, I think that might have been me. I think, I think maybe I let Daniel take the fall. Well, and it was me. I may have denied it. I, oh, but I, I yeah, I think so. Because You're like, I didn't burp beer. Kept happening. <laughs> and then I kept trying to. <laughs> so anyway, but I feel like maybe this uh, this entire week, I should have told this you, like, a- hey, that burp beer was. Burp beer, beer burp. burp beer. Was mine. <laughs> this is a burp friendly house. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know who's into burps the most is Elliot. If you burp in front of him, real or fake, he'll imitate it and yeah. it's awfully cute. Uh, I'll I burp and he'll go, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, is this a new precedent? As soon as we burp, we have to say it was me? Is yeah. that the rules in this house? Let's let the listeners vote on that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Do you guys want to be aware when we're burping? <laughs> or would you rather we just keep that to ourselves? Because the thing is, David, when you're like, you didn't have to say it, but then you said it to everyone in the room, but it's not just everyone in the room. It's yeah. also Fallon Wooten. It's yeah. Thrill Racer Esquire. Man. If he is still, or she is, I think it's a he. You know why you're burping? Dang meat, man. <laughs> Body's not meant to digest it. Goddamn conformist. <laughs> oh, my God, you guys. You spend a third of your life in your sheets. This holiday season is a great time for a bedding upgrade for you or your loved one. I'm talking about Brooklyn and sheets. These are my favorite sheets. We have a couple different sets that we that we go back and forth between. And when the Brooklyn and sheets are on my bed, I know I'm going to sleep even better than if they weren't. And I don't know why. I don't know why I sleep better in them, but I really, really do. Brooklyn and Sheets have been named the winner of the best of online bedding category by Good Housekeeping. They have 30,000 five-star, 30,000 plus five-star reviews, more than any other online bedding company. Half a million happy sleepers and counting. Um, so the way this company was founded, uh, husband and wife team, they're not just husband and wife. They're also a team. Good. They stayed in a hotel. They loved the sheets. Because, you know, oftentimes in like a nice hotel, you're like, oh, the bed. Oh, the sheets. The best. Um, Yeah. So then they wanted to get them for themselves. They asked the hotel. The hotel told them, you know, where they could get them. And it was going to be like something insane. I feel like it was like oh, either over a thousand or thousands of dollars. I knew the exact figure at one point. And they're like, that's ridiculous. There's got to be a way. So they sourced it themselves. Remind me to tell you my brilliant, my brilliant business idea yes, afterwards. I want to know. You already know. I texted you. But this, their innovation is reminding me of my own innovation. Okay. All right. I'll remind yeah. you. Um, so they got like super high quality sheets and just cut out the middleman. They sell directly to you. So you get uh, luxury sheets at affordable prices. My Brooklyn and sheets are the best, most comfortable sheets I've ever slept on. Now it's time for your upgrade. Brooklinen.com is giving an exclusive offer just for my listeners. Get $20 off and free shipping when you use promo code bestfriend at brooklinen.com. Brooklinen is so confident in their product that all their sheets, comforters, and towels come with a lifetime warranty. The only way to get $20 off and free shipping is to use promo code bestfriend at brooklinen.com. That's Brooklinen, B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com, promo code best friend. Brooklinen, these really are the best sheets ever. Uh, Allison, you had a multi-million oh, dollar for, idea. Thank you for reminding just, me, yes. It just came to my mind and I was like, I really hope she talks about thank it. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Okay, you guys, <laughs> get this. You know how you can get a spray tan? I've actually never done it, which is, I know it's surprising given how... <laughs> tan i look all the time but i think you walk into a booth and you like get sprayed and then you turn around and you get sprayed yes i think they should have booths that spray you down with sunscreen at all resorts or even the beach or i don't know i mean i haven't figured out exactly the distribution of this where it goes but i just when we went to hawaii and i know this is like this couldn't be more of a first world problem however 
It got real tedious putting sunscreen on every single day. <laughs> they they have that in Australia. Wait, do they really? Wait, for yeah. reals? It's done? Yeah, there's a guy with like a Hudson sprayer and he you just stand there and he goes Psh, and sprays you with sunscreen at the beach. I think Allison's got a car wash technique. Yeah, mine's Ooh. a booth. Mine's a booth, but still. They have the spray on sunscreen. No, I know, but I want to just stand. I don't want a human to have to apply it. I want to just stand there and just be doused in sunscreen. Like in a shower. We had that yeah. in the desert in... Reno when I was a kid. It was this guy named Gary. And it was just, <laughs> he just had this bucket in his garage. And he'd you paint you. had to be naked. Um, <laughs> but he would, yeah, he would just pull a rope and then really stare at you. And then the, just making slow. sure there was yeah, He just wanted to be accurate that it was you know, dropping directly on you. Because it was Properly slow, like a molasses, like dripping yeah. out. It's and a then, pail that turns over yeah. onto you. Yeah. Yep. And he'd just stand there with his rope and he's going to get you. And then <laughs> just pull her rope and it'd spill over on you. And then you kind of had to wipe your eyes and stuff. Yeah. Well, see, okay, so it's been done before, but mm-hmm. I'm going to improve on it. Here's how with you my can... booth spray You, you might have trouble from, was Gary? Yeah. Yeah, Gary, you know, you have to check on proprietary... But also proprietary Gary, yeah, proprietary <laughs> Gary. Yeah. But also litigious is his name Fletcher in Australia. Yes, it, it actually <laughs> is. <laughs> Fletcher just, and Gary might double team me. I have to come up with a clever name. If you can clever name yeah. it, you'll trump all these people. Mm-hmm. That's true. I just think it's a good idea. It's a great idea. Thank you. And you have it here, so now you're just going to hold up in a court of law. That's right. Other people. You can call it because if it's spray tan, then you could call it spray pale. Ooh. Ooh. Spray pale to stay tail. No, to stay pale. (laughs) 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 To stay pale, not tail. But you'll still be the happy tail. To get tail. Um, Very kidding. You definitely will not meet anybody. Gary's Gary's spray pale to stay pale. (laughs) To stay pale and be a nice piece of tail. (laughs) Um, I was using like. SPF 50 or whatever sure. is like the you know the lowest one they sell now <laughs> they actually sell lower but anyway I um I got no color and then at a certain point in the vacation I was like I can't come back from Hawaii with no color so I had to downgrade to SPF 10 or something and then I got like four freckles <laughs> but it's surprising how how much that stuff really does block the sun yeah mm-hmm. I mean just like the name says I shouldn't be surprised but I still was I think the best indicator of that is when you do a sloppy job. And so mm-hmm. you can mm-hmm. see the, the parts that were covered and the parts that are bright red now. Right. Yeah, my special someone had a real bizarre tan <laughs> thanks to some shoddy work by me in that <laughs> Oh, no. See? Yeah. She needs mm-hmm. spray pail. Yeah. yeah. I know. Did you know you were doing shoddy No, work? I thought I was doing great. Was and then I was really trying, this must have expired or something. And she was like, look at where you put it on yourself. You did There's the like same thing. like hand marks, like fingers. I just think it spreads further than it really does. Where like when it's done being real, you know, slimy. Yeah. And then it's like, well, it's kind of, it's still there. It's just not as goopy. But mm-hmm. it's not. You, it's got to be like the actual sauce going all the way over. More yeah. ooze. Yeah. yeah. You got to ooze it. You got to yeah. ooze sunscreen. Yeah. I'll, I'll goop all the time. Yeah, yeah, you can't just do a like a hint of sunscreen. No. You gotta really like Daniel really made me make sure I got it on his spine. Cause he had a fear of a spine burn. There's nothing worse <laughs> than missing just like one spot. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and just having that get really burned. But I told him I hadn't missed it. Mm. He felt that I, he didn't he feel But you can't, you know, it's better to be safe than sorry, so Go back over it. But your spine was so protected, was it not? I have a very white spine right now. <laughs> <laughs> very pale. Mm-hmm. Sunburn's the worst, right? It's the worst. I mean, what's worse than a sunburn? Not much. <clears throat> My grandfather, I used to get burned all the time. <laughs> That's what's worse. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's just go and leave it at that. What's worse than that? My grandfather. <laughs> Moving on. I No one ever put sunscreen on me as a kid, and I was very pale. And we'd go to Florida my grand, my grandmother loved going to the beach. She thought I loved going to the beach because I was a kid. <laughs> and in her generation or something, all kids love the beach. Not this one. <laughs> uh, but I think, well, but I wouldn't put sunscreen on. And so then I got really, 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 really burned. And for the next five days, miserable, my grandfather would just be like, it doesn't hurt. <laughs> oh, no. so he was so tired of me complaining about it but i was like peeling a bright red i would just stand in the shower under the cool water just 
for some relief. And he was just so annoyed with me. And he was just like, it doesn't hurt. Stop complaining. <laughs> I'm like, it does, though. It fucking hurts. <laughs> like, what, I don't know, what is this mind game you're trying to play <laughs> yeah. with me right now? In junior high, the coolest thing was to go skiing over the weekend. And the way that you would indicate that is either to leave your lift ticket on your jacket or to come back with like goggle eyes. Right. Uh, And I was like, well, I'll do one better. I just won't wear any sunscreen Uh, because I really wanted to impress all the fellas. Hey. So guess, you had guess red what goggle face? It blistered so oh. bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's not as sexy when it's blistered. You got to put a little sunscreen on there. Open sore face. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it never do healed. or don't heal. Yeah. Um, and Daniel, you ended up having to get skin cancer removed from your face. Yeah. The So I... I had really I had skin cancer on my cheek. I had the same surgery David just had. Oh wait, are we talking about that? That's we talked about it. Uh, <laughs> and the doctor told me that it was from burns that I had had thirty years before. That that it takes that long, you know, for so it's like the burns you had as a kid are the ones that end up giving you the basal cell or whatever when you're older. So that's crazy. So then I've had a, a number of different ones pop up on my face and treated different ways. It's great. <laughs> I, I really like was not engineered to grow up in the uh, Southwest. Where do you feel like you belong? Norway? Yeah. Probably like Northern cold overcasty climbs. This story of all the sunburns you're talking about is the kind of thing that could be collected in a beautiful hardbound book if someone were to give you StoryWorth. <laughs> Allison Rosen is your best friend is supported in part by StoryWorth. StoryWorth makes it easy and fun for your loved ones to share their stories with weekly emailed story prompts, questions you've never thought to ask, like, tell me about your sunburns. Actually, they're much no offense, much more interesting questions. At the end of the year, they'll get their stories bound in a beautiful hardcover book, strengthen your family bonds and get to know your loved ones in a whole new way. Here's how it works. You purchase a subscription for someone you love and each week, StoryWorth sends them an email with a question about their life. They simply reply to this email with their story or can record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number. All stories are private and only shared with family that you choose. After a year, their stories will be bound into a beautiful keepsake book. I got this for my dad. And my dad is the kind of guy who has like his go-to stories, which, and he's always looking for a new audience. And I figured I knew all of his stories. And it was amazing the stuff that I didn't know. Like, because just simple prompts prompted stories that I had never heard. I didn't know that there was stuff that I had never heard. Um, And you can invite invite an unlimited number of people to receive the stories. It's a great gift for the holidays for your loved ones who enjoy telling stories. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash BFF when you subscribe. That's storyworth.com slash BFF. Okay. Now, this is crazy, you guys. I think we're on schedule. I got to check my phone. Yeah, take your time. See how we're doing. <laughs> Let's do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? <laughs> Guys, you didn't get it on. <laughs> <laughs> we knew that you had ably covered. Scoop doop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, we Sometimes were giving you a like solo. Listeners you. will be furious if we <laughs> stomp all over that. <laughs> Brian Ruiz says, "Sometimes I wonder what the next diet trend will be. Just me or everyone?" Oh yeah. Yeah, the I, keto one caught me off. Yeah. I feel like I know you know Miami or the mm-hmm. Atkins, South Beach, South yeah. Beach, and then that, and then it was a burning fire that everyone knew about, and I knew nothing about it. Mm. So the, the the next one might already be happening. It might be high carb, yeah. high carb, low fat <laughs> no, again. Honestly, yeah, I wonder when we're going to come back around right, to fat free. Which, yeah, is there a a, a vegetarian keto? Mm. Can you do that vegetarian? I think you can, but I think it's hard. Seems like a difficult one. Yeah. To mm-hmm. pull off. Why are you trying to be less of a conformist meat eating breeder? <laughs> that yeah, that comment really got to me. <laughs> you know, like, uh, no, nah, I don't know. I, I just I feel like I. Eat more meat than I want to. Mm-hmm. Ever since you read that comment, though, you haven't eaten any meat. That's true. <laughs> That's true. No, I mean, I don't know. Like seeing 
uh, it's stupid, but seeing thinking about animals more makes me want to eat animals less. That's yeah. not stupid. No, that's nice. I like. It's that. pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> it's just stupid, is what it is. No, I don't think it, it's stupid. But it, it's it's hard because they're delicious animals. True, but it also when diets in particular during my personal training days, like every year they would come out with a new science is proved, and it mm. would be the polar opposite from the thing we proved previously. And you just kind of eventually learn, like we have no idea. Like it, we truly are a miracle. We don't know how it works. Yeah. Every person is individual, so. Nothing works for everybody. Right. Pearl says, if I'm having trouble, speaking of food, if I'm having trouble deciding between food choices like cereal for breakfast or different kinds of takeout, I imagine myself eating the different choices until I land on one that tastes good in my head. (laughs) Yes. Oh, absolutely. That's what I do. Cool move. The poor guy at 7-Eleven has seen that happen a lot in front of the candy (laughs) aisle. I'm like, is it a Butterfinger? (laughs) Is it Snickers? (laughs) I want everyone to know that Renee is miming chewing. Like a cow. (laughs) Like a cow. (laughs) What's it going to be tonight? You know, you drive through certain parts of any city and you smell that garlicky sort of Mm. meat grilling, gets all that... Insulin going in your pancreas, which is, you know, yeah. that's, oh. you're suddenly like, I'm now hungry. <laughs> and then I never eat that food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I never like pull right over and like, let's follow my nose. Like, give me that. <laughs> <laughs> I should do that once. Yeah. Just like say that I've done it. I Because every time like, that smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And then I just move on. And then right. I end up eating something much more bland later. <laughs> what am I doing? Where do you think it would lead you? I feel like it would lead you to like a food truck or something. I don't, that's what I want to know. Yeah, it is. A, yeah. It's like you're in the a weird kind of almost like industrial part sometimes, or a dense downtown. So you just see brick buildings everywhere. Like, where in the hell is that coming from? <laughs> yeah, it could be a food truck, but I, I don't know. I think maybe it's one of the giant restaurants where they have those just huge pipes, huge mm-hmm. tubes, or the the smell is just churning out of. Maybe that's like it. Guy yeah. Fieri's Flavor Town. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. The center of Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> I have that a lot when I'm walking the dog on like a Saturday morning because everybody's making breakfast. Mm-hmm. You just want to show up and be like, great news, I'm here. What is that? <laughs> I was walking my dog after Thanksgiving. Might have been the day after Thanksgiving. So perhaps these people didn't uh, celebrate. Right. Someone out there grilling ribs. Woo. I was like, good for you. Doing it right. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> I know. That's the one that gets me is when people are grilling up a steak yeah. or something. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, fuck. Yeah, that's the best. Oh, fuck what? I want some of that. <laughs> okay. Some of that steak. Dave Steak. Cross says, my wife's car key fob, car key fob, car key fob, it's really, you can, there's, no, <laughs> there's no wrong way to say it, is vastly inferior to mine because the buttons are all in the wrong place. Uh, I don't know. What are we dealing with? A center one that's a lock. Mm-hmm. I assume you want that where if you're in the dark, yeah. Yeah. you get a nice center circle. Mm-hmm. And then, like a Simon says, there are portion sections around it. How could it go wrong? Yeah. What's mine? Locks on the right, unlocks on the left. I never use the buttons. Mm-hmm. We have cars now that automatically. We have keyless entry. That's how special <laughs> we are. <laughs> yeah. Christ. We sound so annoying. I know. I, I don't like when my wagon breaks a spoke and I've got to <laughs> fix it with a lathe. And wood's hard to come by. Anyone else? I'm like, I have a spaceship. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can I currently tell you the stupid thing I'm doing car wise? Please. So. Uh, the new used car that we got, we bought in Cerritos, right? That's where it was. Yeah. Cerritos. Yes, Auto Cerritos. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Yes, but in Cerritos, which is like an hour away or so. Something like that. Um, and by the time we were done, we've gone through the whole story of the psychopath who tried to make us feel bad for not buying some kind of extra insurance at the end. After they tell you how great the car is, then when you think you're done, they sit you down in a tiny little room with someone who comes out and explains everything that's going to break down on the car and here's why you need to buy insurance. And I just was having none of it. Um, but anyway, by the time we were like finally finished the entire transaction, it was on a Sunday and the service department had already closed. So they couldn't give us the, like the, whatever they're supposed to, the new stuff they're supposed to put in the car, which is like the rugs. They ended up taking them from some other car. Right. The rugs, an extra key, and I assume new wipers. So, um, And I saw you guys have 
that fringe that hangs in the front of the the top of the windshield. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Obviously. And that too. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah. They're supposed to send us the little family decal for the back window. Right. Mm-hmm. Of course. Um, the honor student sticker. Yeah. So I was like, can't I just go to any local dealership and get the key? But apparently I cannot because they're all independently owned. Mm-hmm. So we only have one key. It's only caused a humongous problem in our lives like three times. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Which yeah. has been when we forget that we own one key and it's in my purse and Daniel and I are going somewhere and then... I drop you off. He drops me car, off. <laughs> and then I go to get gas <laughs> and, and then, then you know, turn off the car, fuel it up and realize I don't, I have, don't have the I key. I cannot start the car again and <laughs> oh, I'm stuck at the gas station. <laughs> That's literally happened to us more than once. <laughs> yeah. I think it's happened twice, but still. No, so, that's no fun. Um, I had that happen with my wagon as well. <laughs> and also, Gotta have that mule with you. <laughs> the windshield wipers are so bad that, like, when they when they go one direction, they're fine, and when they go the other direction, they're like skip, 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 skip <laughs> which is loud and not functional, really. Yeah, and it rained really hard recently. So I was like, well, this blows. And then I was thinking, I really should just pull over into any auto part place and buy new wipers. Because, Jeff, how much are wipers? Like $18? Rainix ones are pretty awesome, and I think they're $8 each. Okay. Okay. That's affordable. But no, yes. I will wait, yes. and I will drive all the way to Cerritos, <laughs> which will cost way more in gas and time, and get my fucking free wipers. Yeah. I think I should. I'm. I'm telling you guys because I want to commit to buying wipers. Pen, I don't know penny, when I penny wise and pound foolish. It's so dumb. It's but, more about the key fob, though. Yeah. The, actually, the truth is, I'll do neither. Right. Because <laughs> it makes no sense for me to drive to Cerritos. <laughs> yeah. Because it just seems so far out of the way. Yeah. And also, I don't. But but on principle, I will not buy the new wipers. So. Um, there's it's been be good a knowing to you guys. That key fob thing. That's crazy. <sighs> so I, apparently I could just buy one at okay. another dealership, but it's like 150 bucks. Ugh, no. But that also, no, I guess driving to Cerritos is, I don't, you know what? It's a lot cheaper. I got to find a task rabbit to drive to Cerritos <laughs> for me. Why can't they just mail it to you? That's yeah. what I, they have to program it with the car. So here's the thing. This is I I I went all the way around this with them. Why can't they mail it to me and then I will go to a local dealership and have them do it? But apparently that will cost a couple hundred as well. Or I'm like, why can't you mail it to a dealership? I asked all the questions the that, and then I also tweeted at them yeah. to publicly shame them. And that's when they told me they're all independently owned. No. See what happens in is that the sales guy he gets a bonus at the end of the year for every key fob <laughs> that he's able to program. So yeah, they don't want to give that to someone else. It just seems like a real annoying thing. What yeah. if we pack the place with a bunch of C four and blow it up and see if that gets their attention? Yeah, let's hey, 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 hey! Uh-oh, they're uh-oh, listening. Uh oh, oh no! <laughs> but maybe we'll get an email. <laughs> Hello, I am the guy who yeah told you that we exactly. couldn't. I used to be really into key fobs, and I found <laughs> a better right. way. I'm so sorry. Uh, okay. Douglas Kellogg says, feel like a supervillain when I sit around listening to dramatic classical music. Eh, I could see that. Okay. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, uh, I, I want to say Douglas Kellogg might, I was like maybe a dentist or something was the name, and this is real. The person who invented like Kellogg's cereal was a big health nut. Yeah. Oh, he was right. a doctor, and then he went to Europe to like get, go to speak at a conference. Like, I hey, you know, all these people that have impacted bowels. I've been giving them this cereal; it's got a lot of bran in it, and it's really cleaning them out. Meanwhile, his brother was like, "I think we could make way more money if we just doused it with sugar." And that's how Kellogg's and like Frosted Flakes got started from this devious brother who may have been named Douglas Kellogg. Ooh. So he kind of was a supervillain, a yeah. little bit, yeah. So. It's in He's your name, man. Yeah, there was a big schism between the two of them. They, it was started out as this health thing. Right. And it was this brick that people were breaking their teeth on because it was just this <laughs> brick of <laughs> corn or bran. But then they decided to make flakes, and then the one brother just wanted to make the cereal. Mm-hmm. Huh. But yeah, it's a crazy story. If you look it up, they, they hated each other. Yeah. Like, they just spent a large portion of their lives suing each other. That's nuts. <laughs> God bless them. I like their, their style. Jonathan Pierce says, regarding Christmas lights, multicolored lights are better. And he has the greater than symbol, white lights. 
Mm. Depends on what you're doing. Are you framing mm-hmm. something? You're driving at night, you see one lone house way up in the distance and the entire perimeter so that it looks like you drew it mm-hmm. in the margins of your notebook. If that's all white lights, looks pretty sweet. It's pretty sharp. Yeah. yeah. I was a strictly white light person, but then my roommate decorated the place in all multicolor lights. It's beautiful. Yeah. I have gone back and forth yeah. in my long life, and I think I might be into multi now, mm-hmm. but I went through a, a traditional white phase for yep. a while. They're if, both great. If you have if, a big bushy tree and you have the full color big bulbs, yeah. whew, that looks nice. The, the all white look is like, it's like a restoration hardware catalog. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a look. It's a look. Yeah, exactly. Let's have some fun. Yeah. Matt Wiggum says, constantly Google <laughs> Constantly Google my thoughts and feelings to find out if they are normal. Oh my yeah. god, all the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's like a meta JMO. That is I've never done that. My greatest fear is Google's gonna be like, Hey, you wanna see what she did the last year? I'm like, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Wait, so you'll How do you this do is that? never cr- you'll I'm getting a little antsy because it's raining and then Google will be like, That's fine. Mm. What, what yeah, how it? does that work? You- sure, you could just Google like antsy because of rain and then you'll find like usually often you'll find message boards. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they will confirm that other people feel this way. Yeah. What's yeah. what's hmm. a more eclectic one? It's usually for me it's relationship based. Uh occasionally it'll be like uh I'll I'll have a difficult friend and so it'll be like how how to tell if your friends having a bad day or if this is a bad huh. bad friend ah and google will be like we don't know it's, you're fine <laughs> <laughs> i'm looking in yeah. my search history to see if i this may be very like you could go- i just googled afraid lady gaga is overthrowing the federal reserve <laughs> <laughs> and i got i got not a lot of Relevant responses. Hmm. This, yeah, this is not helpful. <laughs> uh, a lot yeah. of thumbs scrolling on screen. Yeah, I, sure. I'm yeah. having trouble. It's like you could use Google for your own "just me or everyone" machine. Mm-hmm. Right. That's true. Yeah. I was. You, going... But then you won't have any use for the show anymore. Unless you oh, guys you're... designed the app and then had the database of every. Oh, that'd be right. good. Yeah. Right. Here's one far down on the page. Eight popular Illuminati conspiracy theories, and one is that Lady Gaga is an Illuminati puppet. Knew it. Look at mm-hmm. that. Well, okay. Yeah, uh, but no, I everyone, uh, I would say. Sounds like hey, maybe... Hey, Allison. Oh. We're, yeah. We're recording right now. <laughs> Sorry, this is a visual. Good ones. <laughs> <laughs> I went deep into my... Um, <laughs> Were they all too revelatory? No, they weren't. It was less feelings. It was more just like, what does gang gang mean? Uh, <laughs> Have you seen people write gang gang? Yeah, I Theo guess. Vaughn writes it a lot. And I'm mm. just like, what does it mean? What does it mean? What did Google say? What does uh, it mean? Well, I forget. But okay. it's it's from <laughs> it's from Amigos song, I think. Um, and... I don't even know. Okay. What's Amigos? I don't know. Oh, they're a rap group. Um and they sing a song called Hannah Montana that pretty much just, oh, but it's very catchy. Right. You know the song? Yeah. It pretty much just repeats Hannah Montana over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Um, but it, but I still like the song. Anyway, I'm trying to remember what it said gang gang means. If something is gang gang, I think it means it's cool and has cred. I, but I, I just assume that anything I don't else. understand just means cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, uh, it means young. that up to getting old. But I wasn't Hannah, cooling when I was young. I didn't know all this stupid crap. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana. It starts like this, but Hannah then it gets, I like it. gets Hannah gang Montana, gang, you guys. Yeah. Hannah Montana, smoke. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, smoke. Hannah Montana, Hannah Montana, smoke. Montana, I think. Oh, okay. this is the wrong okay. version. <laughs> am, am I supposed to jump out the window now or wait? Right, right. <laughs> okay. Twerk, twerk, but it hasn't gotten into twerk, the good part yet. Twerk. Um. Uh oh. There you go. There you go. Is it me, or is there only one lyric? <laughs> Interesting. It reminds me of the peanut butter jelly song from Family Guy. Yep. Yeah. Anybody? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Were you about to say something, Daniel? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mike Azilla says, I think a woman tying a man's tie for him is the most romantic thing in the world. I don't know how to tie a tie. What do you mean by that? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like it's pretty... Oh, Oh, yeah. 
That's gang gang. There was something that. Wait, is with a baseball bat from this song, or was it from a Beastie Boys song? <laughs> did it like this? this. Did it like that? Yeah. Did it oh like... yeah. Oh, that's with the, the wiffle the base... ball bat. Mm-hmm. The wiffle yeah. Because you used to say something to Oliver with a baseball bat, like when you. I think I would sing. I would sing peanut butter jelly time. Yeah. To Oliver. That's funny. <laughs> uh, the tie thing. I don't know. Yes. I think it's romantic when I do it myself. When I used to work at uh, restaurants where you had to wear a tie, I was mm. always so proud of myself. I'm like, well, I couldn't do it by herself. I, I would like to know how to do it, but I I've looked it up before, but I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I would say that's that's a nice romantic moment. But do probably. people do it in real life, or is that just in the movies and TV? Mm, no, there's a lot of straightening of it. Yeah, like oh geez, get over here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Fart Girl says, "Hate how everyone is a photographer just because they own a high dollar camera." <laughs> Teehee. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. What I... Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> well, it, it has taken uh, something away from the art of photography now that everybody has these apps and things that can help them become better photographers. But at the same time, I'm fine with it. I do remember feeling like, I guess, 2008, 9, 10, when those uh, apps started coming out that you could just make yourself look beautiful, feeling bad for my like, really talented headshot friends. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. I can just do it myself now. Yeah. That sucks. Because they had an eye. They were great. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Although it, the, a great photographer is still much better than anyone you know, unless sure. you know a great photographer. <laughs> I never understand you know. the impulse of the people that want to make it more accessible. Like if you go, like say you ground your own minerals and made your own paints and stretched your own canvas and then created works on it and you're like, ah, that's painting. Then to go to the to now where you can have a tablet and people just clicking on things like I'm also painting. Right. You yeah. would say, well, those people that do that digitally still make amazing stuff. Incredible. So you're like, I'm glad they have access where they don't know anything about minerals, but they understand colors and depth and they can create digital things. So I guess on that end, accessibility is good that there are artists who otherwise couldn't do it. But then I always respect the people that did it the old-fashioned way a little yeah. bit more. I, it's it's different, and I'm not going to sit here and say one is better than the other, but it, like with sculpting, there's programs now where you, where you can go and sculpt on the computer and then digitally print it, and that's how a lot of commercial sculpting is done now, and mm-hmm. for obvious reasons, time and everything. But I still prefer when someone's worked with the clay I got to yeah. see you the know, chisel just, marks and brush strokes and all that. But yeah. it's also like interacting with the media is a different challenge than a computer. You know, yeah. it, it, it's like it's a little bit maybe in some ways it's harder, but in a lot of ways it's easier on the computer. And so I, I guess I just respect someone who has to like watercolor. You know, if you're if you're doing watercolor, you have to like deal with the, the amount of time it takes for the water to absorb to dry or absorbing the paper and the way the pigment mm-hmm. interacts with the water and all that stuff. You don't really have to deal with that with it. Yeah. David, do you respect Gary's sunscreen pale more than my spray pale? <laughs> sunscreen pale? Because he did it from the bucket? Yeah. Well, and it the was rope. innovative, but no, I think yours uh, involves, you know, jets and, and you're going to have to keep them nozzles clean. It's going to be right. a challenge. His I think a- that I picked up where he left off. Like he so. left room for improvement. Yeah. Yeah. He had God kind of bless the him. Wright Brothers sort of popsicle plane yeah. and you're dealing with kind of a jet. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you guys, this has been a delightful episode and it's been so tight. tight. <laughs> we so are a tight. machine. You guys, <laughs> I have a book out tropical attire and courage and other phrases that scare me. Go to alisonrosen.com. There's plenty of places. It makes a great holiday gift. There's plenty of places to click on. I'll take you right there to get it. Listen to childish pod, leave comments for this podcast and for childish subscribe to everything. Love every part of me, please. I'm on Twitter at Allison Rosen. I'm on Instagram Patreon. at Allison Rosen. I'm on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen. It's fun. So much fun. Renee, hit I it. I am 
on Instagram, Renee S. Culver. I've got a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog? I checked out David's Junk Show. It is amazing. Emily Rose is oh, on the thanks. board. She's fantastic. Uh, if you're in L.A., go see that show. It's so hey, good. Thanks. Yeah. Fun show. Last <laughs> night was great, and thanks for coming. You're welcome. It was great. Yeah. It, uh, the Junk Show is the second Sunday of every month. And if you're looking for holiday gifts, I have a bunch of stand-up CDs available online wherever you get them. That might be a nice little stocking stuffer. Yeah. Um, I'd suggest, I don't know which one I'd recommend starting with, but um, Explosion Land, maybe start there. But there's a, there are like four or five of them at this point. So good luck and happy holidays. And <laughs> I hope you had a wonderful Hanukkah. Yeah. Daniel? I got nothing to promote. Okay. <laughs> Quants! And Jeff? You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, also Instagram. That's right. Uh, I've been Instagramming up a storm at Colonel Jeff Fox. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being on the show, everyone. Listeners, I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? We had a good time, but now we gotta go. Sin Bro